the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl. With 30 plus years in automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks, welcome to You Ought to Know, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. It's Howard brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. You got a business with cash registers, and maybe you're having trouble keeping cashiers. Well, have I got a way for you to go? It's called self-checkout. All the big boys do it, and so can you. Call 800-540-2149. The team at Southwest will come out to your location, take a look, and if it fits, you're in. Southwest point of sale. Also, hot rods and custom stuff for all you hot rodders. And if you happen to be watching Radio Vision, I've got a hot rod and custom <laughs> stuff shirt on as we speak with a winning car on the back. 2324 Auto Parkway in Escondido. HotRodsCustomStuff.com. All right, I was just talking with Ed Lowe, Motor Trend Editor, and they're revealing their vehicles of the year. Take a listen. All right, folks. Hey, guess what? Uh, Motor Trend uh, is with me this morning, uh, Ed Lowe, and I guess we're going to get ready for a truck revolution and Motor Trend's 2022 Truck of the Year. Ed, how you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Well, you know, trucks have really come a long way. I mean, if you didn't, if it didn't have a bed on the back, you would never ever thought that it was a truck, right? Ain't that the truth? They are so nice inside now, like luxury cars, and then they have all this incredible capability you can do. It's just tremendous things with pickup trucks these days. Yeah, I know. You can go to the city dump, or you can go to the Hotel Del Coronado for dinner. and you I mean, no one would say anything different about it. Yep. So your job at Motor Trend doing, like, truck of the year, I mean – is that job getting tougher and tougher every year? Great question. It absolutely is. So we do, you know, car of the year. That's our longest running one. And we've done SUV right. of the year and truck of the year. Uh, but trucks are so much harder. They present a different uh, set of uh, use cases that we don't see with the other award programs. Like we have to test uh, payload hauling capability. We have to go test the towing capability. Then we have to go see how well they do off-road. And that adds so much complexity. Uh, it, it just it adds a, a lot of days to our program, and we're, we're just lucky that there aren't as many trucks as there are cars and SUVs. Because if that was the case, like we would never we would we would just spend the whole year testing pickup trucks. Yeah, well, and you're ab- you're absolutely true. And now with this new what I call the new breed, you know, the unibody trucks coming out. Now, are you separating those trucks? You know, like the Maverick and uh, and uh, you know what else was I think? Oh, I mean, like the Santa Cruz. Cruz. That's enough. Yep. Are you separating 
from the big trucks, or are they all going to be lumped into the same pile? So we don't separate them for our of the year program, and and it's because we don't. It's what people think is, oh, you compare like these trucks against each other, and we don't because that would be ridiculous, right? That new Ford Maverick is a is a really small, compact pickup right. truck that's essentially front wheel drive based. If we were to try to compare it against a heavy duty like a dual real dual rear wheel drive pickup truck, like you, people would be like, you guys are crazy. They're totally different categories. So. Right. We don't. We compare it against our awards criteria. We look at like engineering, design, efficiency, value, engineering excellence. You know, uh, you know how well the vehicle does its job, um, and that makes it a, that helps sort of level the, the playing field, uh, if you will. And um, you know, it is, but it is hard to determine what a pickup truck is these days. Like it used to be, has a frame, body on frame, rear wheel drive or four wheel drive. And now everybody's been thrown for a loop with the unibodies and the front drive pickup trucks. Right. Well, I, I, my memory sometimes is not good, but didn't we have a unibody truck back in the day? There have been several. Um, I mean, it depends if you, you know, you can go back to there was a Rabbit, uh, VW Rabbit-based uh, pickup truck. Um, there's been obviously the Honda Ridgeline 2006 yeah. uh, that came out. Uh, you know, if you consider an El Camino a pickup truck, I mean, actually, yeah. those actually – probably consider that having a that was like uh, those actually had f- traditional frames and it was a body on frame yeah. but um uh yes i, I think the, i think the separation is does the cab of the vehicle and the bed is it like one piece uh yes we've seen that we've seen that uh numerous times before well and and you know let's face it unless somebody reads motor trend and and if they're not Hardcore enthusiasts, they wouldn't know a unibody from a frame on. Um, because let's face it, you know, even even uh, you know when minivans were coming out and they were they were all unibody, and then all of a sudden Chevy came out with their their van, which was frame on, and you could tell the difference because of the, the rough ride. But so, have you announced your twenty two truck of the year yet? Uh, it came out this morning. Um, we yes. We, we it's out there on the um, on the airwaves on our website everything yeah. All right. Well, this will air next Sunday, so it'll be a little bit behind schedule, but that's okay. I mean, I didn't know if there was going to be an embargo or anything like that. So, with that being said, give me your top three, and then we'll surprise everybody with the one number one. Okay. So the top three uh, finalists, if you will, for truck of the year. Uh, you know, we had a number of great pickup trucks. The Hummer. Uh, EV pickup truck uh, was in the mix. The Ford Maverick, the the new small compact pickup truck, that was uh, very popular with our judges. And then the Rivian R1T, the all-electric pickup truck from the startup down in Southern California, uh, was also uh, a top contender, too. All right. My guess for number three would probably be the Maverick and then the uh, Hummer and then the Rivian. You were close. Um, you have the two and three inverted. Um, but, uh, yeah, our truck of the year, proud to announce, uh, for 2022 is the Rivian R1T. Yeah. I haven't had an opportunity to get behind the wheel of it, but, uh, uh, you know, Emmy uh, Hall dro- uh, drove it in the Rebel Rally. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's it's out there, and I think uh, I think that's going to turn a lot of heads. And and before I let you go, let me ask you about Elon Musk's truck. 
Is that thing ever going to come to fruition? That's a great question. I mean, look, he's had a he's he, this is not new that he'll announce something and really sort of take the world by storm with bold predictions and and claims about performance and show off some dazzling design and then, you know, it takes a couple of years or 2 3 years for it to trickle out. Uh we've seen that before with the the Model 3, the Model Y. And yeah, Cybertruck was announced a few years ago and it looks like Rivian has beaten them to the punch and Yep. Maybe Ford F-150 Lightning will get there first. Like, who knows? Uh, you never you never know with Elon and Tesla. Well, and I mean, let's, you know, and I was telling somebody the other day, you never see a 2021 S, a 2022 S, a 2023 S. No. He builds an S. He builds a Y. He builds an X. So he's totally a totally different automotive maker, even though I, my personal opinion is he doesn't know how to build vehicles. He builds rocket ships and technology and stuff like that. I mean, he's getting better. I, I'll give you that. But fit and finish, hood's not matching the fit. I mean, it's just guy drove me crazy there in the very beginning. But, uh, hey, I know this isn't supposed to be a commercial or a plug, but how do people get uh, Motor Trend online? I know you can still get it at the airports and, and you know bookstores, but what's the easiest way to get it online? Well, you go to MotorTrend.com for all of our content, the story on our 2022 truck of the year, the Rivian R1T. And then also, if you want to check one out because you're interested in buying one, Rivian.com has a lot of information about the vehicle in depth and as well as ordering it. Right. Me, personally, I'm a magazine guy. You know, I like it in my hot little hand. I'm not too much of sitting on a computer and staring at at the articles, even though the articles are very well written. I mean, I do enjoy that. Uh, But, yeah, no, that's – yeah, I think you got a good choice there, Ed, and we got to stay in touch, uh, you know, so we could do future. Maybe, uh, you know, since you're you're, are you in the LA area? Yes, we're out in uh, headquarters in El Segundo. Okay, well, maybe uh, one of these days, if you got something exciting, like I said, I do local television on the number one watch morning show. I beat the pants off of Nick Miles when it comes to ratings, so maybe we can get you to come down and. Get you on TV when it's something uh, significant. Yeah, for sure. All righty. All right, well, sir, thank you very much. That was a great interview, and I can't believe I won. What did I win? <laughs> a Motor Trend hat. There you go. You win an all-new truck, but yes. There you go, an all-new truck. All right, Ed, thanks a lot. You have a wonderful week. Thank you. You too. All right, folks, welcome back. This is... You want to know, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by San Diego Propane. If you're looking for a good propane provider, go to sd-propane.com. An express auto service, family-owned and operated, and really family because they closed down for two weeks around Christmas, and thank goodness for that. Kristen Barclay's on the line driving a BMW 440M class. How many tickets did you get? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. No comment. <laughs> Matter of fact, I think I'll just take the day off and just keep driving. I yeah, think you should. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, have you been in one of these recently? Uh, you know what? I don't know what it is, but I have not been in a BMW, and I cannot remember when. I don't know if I made somebody mad, but I have not. And they keep saying, oh, yeah, well, we don't have any cars coming to San Diego till January. Okay. Uh, we don't have any cars coming until February. David, oh, okay. what did you do? I don't know, but I must have done something. But, you know, that's okay. They sent them all to Texas. Yeah. Yes, they did. You know. 
So tell us about the <laughs> four forty. Yeah, tell me about the four. Yeah, 440. you know, so it's a it's a great little car. It fits in that premium compact car category. Um, I would call it more of a sports car. This is a two door. Um, the four series has a variety, like it's actually available in a convertible and it's actually available in a four door. This is a door. Um, needless to say, we didn't take the kids anywhere the entire week. Um, we just, you know, there was room for them in the back seat. We just didn't want to listen to them or, you know, have them pipe in on, Hey, you're going too fast. Because <laughs> it's a BMW M. So, right. Yeah, because that acceleration, I think half the joy of driving a car like this initial takeoff that initial uh, acceleration mm-hmm. whether you're a driver or passenger for the driver also like you know taking the the curves and everything but of course when you're a passenger that's not so much fun no um and it always feels like you're going faster than you really are when you're in the passenger seat especially if you're in the back seat mm-hmm. um whereas you know marlon's riding shotgun going go faster go faster <laughs> hey the speedometer says 160 do you think it'll do 160 and i'm like stop yeah stop. you're gonna get me in trouble yeah no kidding you go 160 Right, right. Now, you, you you hide the keys when we have a BMW loaner. I always hide them. So you know, if you go, if you go take it for drive, because probably wouldn't see it again. Probably not. Uh, but it's it's powered by a three liter turbocharged inline six, three hundred eighty two horsepower, three hundred sixty four pound feet of torque. So it it goes. Um, but it's interesting that it also has a forty eight volt kind of mild hybrid system um, that keeps. First off, it makes that auto start stop feature that I just cannot stand makes it smoother mm-hmm. you, it's less noticeable so it gives a little more um, fuel efficiency they say it'll go zero to 60 in 4.1 seconds I did not test it that's mm-hmm. what they say right that's what she has um, to say on air well they know they they will black box they black box cars like that so they know oh, sure. what, what you've been doing with it it's like Santa Claus oh, is that why you haven't gotten yeah. a BMW in Probably a while day so. <laughs> He's never going to admit to that. Uh-uh. Um, I would not air. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, you know, I mean, the thing is, like, they're fun to drive. Um, you know, you certainly can go faster and not realize it. I know at one point I looked over and I was in a 45, and I thought I was going, you know, 45, maybe right. 48, and I was doing 60. Sure. Um, because it's just it's so smooth um, that you really don't realize. And we're in a high-construction jo- zone right now i don't think they're ever going to finish our roads i was going to say um, when are they going to finish we've ever since we've been doing radio they have been working on that road you know what? i think they're doing them like four feet at a time <laughs> like they do four feet of road and then it's like oh let's move to the next four feet let's oh no we messed up that first four feet that we just did six months ago let's go back to it like it's, it's insane they do that in um, texas too i mean i, I want to do it everywhere i want to yell out the window <laughs> don't you have a warranty and can't you fix it right the first time? <laughs> Good God. They need new technology, right? Like maybe maybe some of these German engineers can teach them self-healing. Uh, Isn't there? I read something about how they're going to come out with a self-healing concrete. So that'd be amazing. Oh, that would be. Um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, one of the things that we did take my daughter for a ride, and she was riding in the front seat. And one of the things she says, she goes, oh. She's like, I have a love-hate relationship with the seatbelts because they'll tighten up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sense, you know, where you're stopping quickly. And she was like, that's so cool. And she's like, at the same time, it really scared me because she's like, I wasn't prepared for it. And all of a sudden, <laughs> tightening. Um, but, you know, great safety features. Um, it's got driver drowsiness monitoring, which we've talked about before. You know, a little, little coffee symbol and a lot of cars will pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, pedestrian detection, automatic emergency braking. Um, the one thing that I was kind of like... I, I don't like, and I'm going to pick on it, but also say that you can upgrade it. It had a small touchscreen. That's kind of the first thing Marlon and I noticed. Like, love the way it drives, love the interior. Felt 
plenty spacious in the front two seats. Love the way it handled. You cannot beat German engineering. Once you drive in a BMW, mm-hmm. I mean, Marlon still won't talk about, stop talking about his, the 7 Series that he used to have. I mean, literally, if he was an impulsive person, he probably would have already bought a new BMW. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this is something about the dynamics, right? Um, but this one had an 8.8-inch touchscreen. And because it had so many other things, and because it was so kind of sporty and fun to drive, it was that one thing that you were kind of like, that should be bigger. Yeah. Um, but you have the availability to get a 10-inch. A um, so for whatever reason, it was just a, a smaller one in this, and it mm. kind of just stood out to me. Um, I thought it got really good fuel efficiency. It's rated for 31 highway, 26 combined, 23 city. Caveat, you have to put premium fuel in it. Oh, uh, yeah. And <laughs> with the price of gas, all of a sudden, anyone, any of my friends, any of my neighbors that are interested in buying cars, the first thing they're now asking me, do I have to put premium fuel in it? And that's a new question. I never really had had people like honed in on that. And all of a sudden they are Yeah. price of gas. What are you going to do? So, um, this one was right around $67,320, but you can get in a four series, like a four thirty I. you can, they start around 44, eight plus the destination. So not too bad. Although have you noticed destination charges are now all over the place? <laughs> they're off. They're almost as much as a car. Well, I mean, they're just very inconsistent. You know, yeah. you see one. I mean, it, it, I always felt like they used to be kind of consistent, right? They used to be like around, what, $1,200, $1,500, and now they're just kind of very, they fluctuate a lot. I remember when they were six and $700, and then all of a sudden, the first time I seen one go over 1000 it was like, whoa, what kind of a, how are they transported? But, again, with all the crap that's going on out there, transportation, taking things from point A to point B, it's all going up. Oh, yeah. Labor shortages, supply yep. chain shortages. Yep. I mean, it, it all adds up. But, yeah. I mean, heck, when it was back $607 destination charge, that was probably when gas was $0.35 cents a gallon. Yeah. Give or take. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're absolutely yeah. right. Hey, what color was yours? It was a green. Um, really? It was like a hunter green, but that's not what they call it. Hold on. I got something running right here. Yeah, and you know what my neighbor said? I was staring at your car throughout the day because she lo- she goes, I love the way the light kept changing it. And yeah. I was like, yeah, it's I go, at one point, it kind of looked purplish, like a dark navy purplish. And I went up to get a, a San Remo green metallic hmm. is, is what it's called. I went up to get a pizza one night at, after dark. You know, you know, they bring it out to your car, and they said, what color car are you driving? And Marlon goes, just put dark. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was like, depending on how the light hits it, you yeah. can tell. You know, it kind of looked navy, kind of looked black. You couldn't – beautiful green, though. Um, but, you know, a lot of car manufacturers right now, and BMW is one of them, Black and white, I think there's no surcharge. But if you get any other color than that, um, really? BMW has a, a – yeah, but it's only $550. Oh, yeah. That I mean, if you're buying a vehicle that's over $50,000, what's 550 Well, that's true, too. Yeah, because even if you're doing payments, that's only a couple bucks. No, and, you know, the exterior of this is very distinctive. There's a lot of people that don't like that large grill. Um, I say it looks like a defibrillator. It looks right. like a giant defibrillator sitting right there. <laughs> but you know what? Because I, I had a friend. She commented on I shared what I was driving. I said, you know, I really don't want to see this one go. And she's like, ah, grill. And I said, you know what? When I'm driving it, I'm not looking yeah, at it. I yeah. hear about that grill. Yeah, that's the least of the issues I have with this car. It, it's, it's so much fun to drive that really, I mean, that's the thing is when you own a vehicle, how often are you actually standing there looking at right. your vehicle? And right. do you really care what other people or, you know, go, oh, I don't like the grill. Well, you know what? It's a BMW. Hey, Come ride with me. You'll like the car a lot more. By the way, Brittany takes her car and gets it. She washes it head to tail, 
before she takes it in for service. I want him to treat it well. It's 21 years old, and I don't want him to think it's just an old ratty car. <laughs> Sorry, well, I, was, a lot of sense. I was I was making faces when you said, who just looks at their car? And I'm like, mm, you I, do. I still do. <laughs> she does. She's, she's such a car well, you freak. Know what? <laughs> then, Brittany, don't get this San Remo green, because that was my only complaint oh. about that color, is it really was a magnet for dirt. So even though they had oh. dropped it off and they washed it, yeah. It was it, it looked dirty within like ten minutes after ah. they delivered it just because it was a magnet. Yeah. So Yeah, well I've got a colors do that now. My yeah. easement road up to my house is asphalt and then for the per- people in the back it's dirt. So yeah, so dirt is just a magnet to those types of colors. It's yeah, you just gotta hate it. But uh sounds fun though. But it does sound like a lot of fun. <laughs> and sounds- what kind of mileage did you get with it? Twenty eight, but okay. now, granted, you know we we were having a little fun with it. Um, I've got a road that's curvy that I take. I only take when I have like BMWs or Mazdas that corner really well. I like to take it out on those roads and kind of see how they handle. Right. And so when you're going on those, you know you're 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 definitely not hypermiling. You're going fast. You're right. going, you know, the speed limit is fifty five, sixty five out there. So you're going fifty five, sixty five. Then you're going around these corners and you're cutting back to thirty five. Oh yeah. You know, sometimes some hard braking and things like that. So that doesn't help your fuel efficiency. No. At all. Um, but, yeah, phenomenal vehicle. Every BMW I've been in, there's not one I haven't liked. Yeah, yeah. I love her reviews. Uh, we had a little fun with it, and we left the kids at home. That's <laughs> what I've heard the last <laughs> Well, she always takes the kids in the SUVs Oh, yeah, I the hear trucks. their opinions. I know that they offer their. Yeah. I, I usually listen to you on the way in studio, but I got here early. Yeah, because we did a equestrian show, if you can believe that. And we had horsepower. And we had Sue Mead. There you go. We had Sue Mead and Amy uh, Vollmer. They're going to run the Dakar. So I had her. Yeah. So she she's on. Is she on this week? Uh, yeah, she was just on in the uh, Yak Radio. I'll send it to you. Okay. She's awesome. excited. I'll send it to she's you. She's packing. She's in the middle of packing. Yeah, they're in the called. middle of packing right now, getting ready for Dakar. That's a so. long trip. That's a big trip. Yeah. 12, yeah, that's awesome. 12 hours from like 6 in the morning till 8 at night. Exciting, though. In a uh, Porsche. Yeah, in an old Porsche. 911, a Rothman uh, replica, if you can believe that. So, I mean, for car fanatics like us, is there anywhere else you'd rather be? Uh, no. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. You're right on the money. I'd do, it in a, I'd, I'd do it in a heartbeat. That's a that's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity right there. So well, You need to talk to Sue. She'll hook you up. I know. My kids have got me. Uh, I'm grounded right now. I'm not allowed to travel. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. I, I, something about driving too fast in a BMW while leaving them at home. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. that might have but something But it was probably worth it. Do. Was it worth it? Just All right. Hey, how do, people so follow, worth it. how do people follow you around? Hey, find us at uh, Facebook.com backslash YAK Radio, or you can find me at FocusDailyNews.com. And, Brittany, thanks for the feedback. Always give us feedback, guys, on Facebook.com. Have a Merry Christmas. I'll talk to you next week. Hey, Merry Christmas to you and yours. And give everybody, including the little four-legged friends, a great big Christmas hug. (laughs) Thanks, Dave. All right. Take care. We're going to take a quick break. Brian Armstead's on the line. What has he got for you today? He'll be in heaven. Mercedes S500. Right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer. Welcome back to You Ought to Know. 
FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This is brought to you by Weather Machine. Looking for a good company to take care of your heating and air? Well, you can't beat Weather Machine. Family owned and operated. Got their own sheet metal shop. They can do it all for you. They'll come out to your house, give you a nice tune-up on your system, and give you an honest appraisal. These, uh, it's a family-owned and operated, three generations, five-star uh, rating of Better Business Bureau, or actually A+. So go to weathermachines.net or call them at 619-443-0 or 9974. And John's Automotive Care over on Riverdale Street, Nap Auto Care, ASC certified, AAA. Go to John's with an S, San Diego Auto Repair.com. All right, Brian, how are you doing today? I'm fine, Dave. Brittany, how are you guys doing? All is well. Thank you. Yeah. Excellent. Merry Christmas to you all. Hope you have a safe and happy holiday. Same to you and yours. So what are you driving oh, yeah, this man, week? You know, well, you know what I'm driving. I'm cruising around like the the Santa boss, you know, that I am. <laughs> I mean, I got, I got, I got my red hat on with the white pom-pom, you know, I'm, I'm chilling, man. I got my, I got my, I got my, uh, my, you know, my, my uh, helpers in the back. They got packages. You know, we're about to, we're about to drop uh, goodies on all of uh, the Maryland metropolitan area here, right. uh, because I, I got space for everybody. It's a Mercedes S class. You know, I'm, I'm rolling like that on Christmas holiday, bro. Well, that, that's an awesome wow. car to be on Christmas. What color? It, it, it is. It is. Now, you know, the, the beautiful thing about Mercedes Benz. And I had uh, I had my friend in the car with me last night, and she said, "Well, this particular car, and depending on which Mercedes model you have, you either get a three-pointed star on the hood that lies flat on the grill, or a three-pointed star that stands up. So all five foot two of her peeks over the hood, mm-hmm. and says, "I don't like the star on the hood." And all six foot nine of me said, "Well, I do. You know why?" And she said, no. I said, because I can see the three-pointed star on the hood, which reminds me that I've achieved a level of success which affords me the opportunity to purchase a Mercedes-Benz. Now, of course, this car I did not purchase. But as you know, I have several of them. Mm -hmm. And the uh, one I like the most is my 95, which has the three-pointed star standing up versus my two uh, sports cars, which have the three-pointed star lying flat on the hood. Well, let me ask you so, Let me ask yeah. you a question about that because you're way more of an expert on Mercedes. Now, the last one I had was uh, the 580S, has a stand-up right. three, you know, star, and then right in front of it, there's a flat star on the grill. Why is that? Well, you know, I don't have a good answer for that, oh, but uh, my, my S500 doesn't have the flat star on the grill. That's probably a trim package gone mm-hmm. awry. You, de- you definitely don't need two stars on, no. front of, well, on the front of a to let you know what it is. What if it, one of the drivers is tall and the other is not? It makes both of them happy. <laughs> no, but you can't see you the can't one. See the it's one blocking. On the it yeah. blocks it. <laughs> but I just thought, no, 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 I, I just thought it was odd that I don't see it. Yeah. yeah, so anyway, I have the S500 uh, sedan formatic base mm-hmm. price. Eleven thousand one hundred out the door, one hundred forty thousand four forty. What I like about this vehicle, Dave, Brittany, the three liter straight six. It's got four hundred twenty nine horsepower, three hundred eighty four pound feet of torque, and it has an electric turbocharger to assist the exhaust driven turbocharger. Oh. It's called Mercedes EQ 
EQ boost and it features the electric auxiliary compressor. So basically, within two seconds of putting your foot down on the as far as hard as you can on the throttle, you can be at peak torque from idle under full throttle. I mean, you you you, you, you nail the accelerator and you've got 384 pound-feet of torque within two seconds of nailing that accelerator. This baby weighs a lot. It's a big car. It's a large German sedan, so it weighs, you know, probably close to 5,500 pounds. I don't have the exact specs right in front of me. But it really moves out. Now, if you want ultimate performance in the S-Class, then you go for that S580 that you had, Dave, 0 to 60 and 4.4, 496 horsepower, 516 pound-feet of torque, and it also has a, a, a form of, it's a twin turbo, a bi-turbo engine, also has a form of a EQ boost as well. So, you know, you have two choices with the S-Class. If you want to go a step higher, you can get the Mercedes Maybach, which is an S-Class kind of on steroids, uh, for lack of a better word. Um, it, it really is an S-Class with a lot of gizmos inside, but essentially it looks identical to the S-Class. And if, you know, if I was shopping for Mercedes, I would not have a badged Maybach edition. I would go with the traditional car that really has put them on the map in the luxury segment, which is, to me, in my humble opinion, the S-Class. Not only will I save roughly $100,000, I also think it's a better-looking car because, to me, the Maybach version, with all the little, it's got an odd hodgepodge of Mercedes logos and Maybach logos on the car, Give me the straight S class. I have enjoyed every second I've been in this car. Right in front of me, I have a virtual display with augmented reality navigation in the center console, a bigger display, beautiful carbon fiber everywhere, part of a package, quilted leather seats. You, uh, the, the light show in here is absolutely spectacular. It's got a dual layer of LED ribbon lights that that grace the door cards, the dashboard, and they stretch all the way back to the rear deck. So when you're looking in the rear mirror, you can actually see your LED uh, lights uh, out the out the on the back deck, as well as the uh, overhead console where you have your sunroof controls and and telematic emergency controls and lights and things of that nature. You also have a beautiful LED strip there. At night, it's magical. At daytime, the LEDs can be set bright enough so you can enjoy the light show in the daytime. And you also get footwell illumination uh, well, for the footwells, but as well as the, uh, the door pockets and the rear seat footwells. You talk about metal, leather, and, um, and all kinds of materials melding harmoniously, harmoniously, Dave, Brittany. This is the car to buy. On the road, Powerful, smooth, self-assured, confident. It has an optional package, Dave, that gives you rear-wheel steering, which can give you up to 10 degrees of steering on the rear wheels. So when you're parking or when you're going at high speed, imagine going around a corner at high speed, and the rear wheels can actually turn to mate your uh, up to 10 degrees to mate uh, front wheel inputs. So it's like crab walking around the corner in a very efficient, very Mercedes-like kind of way. So as you turn to the right, the uh, rear wheels will turn to the left and help to boost you around the corner. 
So uh, that's good for uh, for high speed maneuvers as well. My uh, my car came with a couple of significant options: the warmth and comfort package, thirty eight hundred bucks, heated steering wheel, heated center console, heated door armrest, heated everything. I mean, this thing's got more heat than a a blast oven at a at a at a steel smelting firm. Uh, thirty eight hundred bucks, night package, front splitter, fins in the air intake. High gloss black uh, fins, side sill panels, blah blah blah, four hundred dollars reasonable price. Three D technology package, augmented reality head up display. We talked about that. Three D instrument cluster. You got to see it to believe it. It looks like you're just looking deep into the future when you're looking at navigation right in front of you, not on the center console, in the driver's cluster. That'll run you a cool three thousand dollars. And a must have option on this car, the AMG line wheels with sport body styling. AMG side skirts, stainless steel sport pedals, rubber uh, with rubber studs and AMG formats. The wheels alone are worth the $4,300 price of the package. Destination and delivery, an un-Jeep-like uh, $1,050, even though the car comes from Europe as, as opposed to, um, you know, Detroit. Total price, $1,440, Dave. Um, well done, Mercedes-Benz. I mean, you name it, it's here soft closed doors um the only thing i do not like about the car quite frankly is i have found the mercedes-benz user interface um hey mercedes you've seen the commercials hey mercedes do this do that uh, and it always gets it wrong <laughs> i mean i'm talking to my friend and hey mercedes will interject and say what what did you what did you want me to do i'm like i, I want you to stop listening to my conversation now, I have to figure out if there's a way I can turn it off. But I've had I've had the sunroof open when I didn't want it to open. I've had the um, the uh, shade roller blind shade constantly close on me when I didn't want it to close. And I think that I'm either touching something on the steering wheel because there are myriad buttons here on the uh, steering wheel. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, twelve buttons on the steering wheel. I'm either swiping something and I'm hitting something wrong or the Mercedes-Benz user interface. And I'm surprised she hasn't interrupted this conversation, um, maybe because I have the Bluetooth on. She, you know, she's chilling. But I find the interface a little intrusive. If there's a way to turn it off, I need to explore it more. I haven't had a chance to dig deeply into it. But the car sometimes does weird things that I don't want it to do, all tied to the user interface. Aside from that, the build quality is rock solid. It's a quiet car. You don't hear any squeaks or rattles. You can dial up the suspension parameters that you want. You want sport. You want dynamic. You want sport plus. You want to ride in EQ mode. You want to ride in performance mode. It'll do it. All the safety bells and whistles that you would expect from a Mercedes-Benz. An absolutely stunning representation of what the German brand Mercedes-Benz can do when they put their mind to it. Well done, Mercedes-Benz. Uh, Dave and Brittany, you can go to mbusa.com to spec out your S500 if you've got $140,000 lying around in a, in a uh, tin can somewhere in your home <laughs> be sure to jump on one if not uh, you, you know you can wait and get a certified pre-owned model also through the uh, Mercedes-Benz um, dealer network or you can uh, you can do like Brian Armstead and wait till it's five years old and then jump on the cleanest one that you can find <laughs> that's the man after my own heart absolutely all right well that sounds like uh sounds like the car to take your you know keep your eyes open especially if you like you just said you make it to the top 
Yeah, you know, and I, I, I really feel bad. I was not able to make the SL launch. They have a new four-seat SL and a new electric-powered uh, Roadster called the EQS. And, you know, colleagues have said it's just it's a sensational, uh, two sensational automobiles. So I look forward to reviewing those at some point in the near future. All right. Dave Stahl, Brittany, Brendan, wish you guys a very, very Merry Christmas, safe holiday season. Uh, you know, stay stay masked up, COVID-free, be happy and healthy, and um, hopefully, God willing, I'll be back next Sunday to talk to talk to you guys about something else new and exciting from this great industry that we have an opportunity to work in, the media industry via radio and KCBQ, and to report on the auto industry, Dave. I'm, I'm thankful for your friendship oh. and for the opportunity to come on and talk to you every week. Look forward to it every single week. All right, buddy. Merry Christmas to you and the family, and we will talk you. to you uh, down the road. Okay. Take care, guys. Thank uh, you. All right. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to You Ought to Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. In Southern California, using your heater and AC in the same day is not unusual. With our high energy costs, it's essential to keep your home comfort system operating efficiently. At Jackson & Foster Heating & Air, your health and safety come first. They meet all CDC requirements for employee and workplace standards. All technicians are pre-screened every morning and wear protective gear. They wash their hands and sanitize tools prior to entering your home and will practice physical distancing. They're currently offering both virtual and in-person consultations by appointment for the replacement of any HVAC equipment. Call Jackson & Foster Heating & Air, a North American Contractor of the Year, for a cleaning and inspection. Mention radio and save $25 on your service call. Jackson & Foster Heating & Air, our family serving your family since 1931. Call 619-667-4328. 619-667-4328. 619-667-4328. What's up, California? Just a reminder to tune in to Dr. Cordy's Unfettered Patriot from 9 to 10 a.m. here on KCBQ The Answer San Diego. My name is Sean Farish. You may know me as Captain Deplorable, and I will be filling in as your new host as Dr. Cordy goes to fight the good fight in the United States Senate. So join us from 9 to 10 a.m. every Saturday on KCBQ The Answer San Diego for Dr. Cordy's Unfettered Patriot. There is an answer to the mess we are in today in this country. There's a reason so many young people are being led astray. We have to fight back and protect the country we know and love. There's one who knows the way out of this mess. Charlie Kirk has the answer. He's relentless. He will not stop till he reaches every person who will hear. Listen to him every day. The Charlie Kirk Show, weeknights at 8 p.m. on The Answer, San Diego, or everywhere you find podcasts near you. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on TuneIn.com and Odyssey.com. All right, folks, welcome back to You Ought to Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. This is brought to you by Convoy Auto Repair. Convoy Auto is right up on Convoy Street. Go to ConvoyAutoRepair.com. And Bumper Doc Kearney Mesa for scratches, dings, and dents and lease returns. Can't beat them. All right, I'm going to get going on quick on this because did an interview with Sue Mead talking about the 2022 Jeep Grand Wagoneer. Take a listen. All right, folks. Hey, I have got a world-famous journalist, Sue Mead, on the line. 
This woman has done anything and everything in an automobile, from rally racing to writing awesome articles, and she is so excited about the new 2022 Jeep Grand Wagoneer, she wanted to give us a call. Hey, Sue, how are you today? I'm doing great. I'm in New England today, although I was in your fair city last week doing some work, and it was fair weather, to be honest with you. Well, that's the worst it gets out here, so that's that's not a problem for us. And, but back where you're at, it gets a little nippy. But, hey, tell me about, I mean, no offense, but you're not the tallest lady I know, so that Wagoneer had to be massive for you. Well, it was, and I'm used to driving vehicles of every size. I figured out recently I've probably driven more than 3,000 in my career, and I've raced some Hummers. But it is big as an everyday vehicle. Uh, the When you think about the new 2022 Wagoneer, think suburban, yeah. Ford Expedition. It's in the family of the Jeep Cherokee and the Jeep Grand Cherokee. But it is a large beast. It can seat up to eight if you have a rear bench. If you have bucket seats in the back, you're going to seat seven. And as you know, there are lots of families that want that big footprint today. Why do you suppose, and maybe they might have mentioned it at the press launch, but why is it that they have waited so long to bring this vehicle out or one of this size? That's a really good question because that market has heated up and and there are so many folks that have been buying trucks and large SUVs, but this category um, with Cadillac Escalade and um, Lincoln Navigator, there are lots of new and updated entries, so I'm not sure. I know it was a long time in the planning. We were all waiting, but um, and it didn't get blamed on COVID or microchip shortage, although so many things have been affected by that. But I really enjoyed it. When I was a kid growing up in New England, my family had a Wagoneer. And when my brother, who was my age, a year younger than me, and I would go riding in it with the family, I felt like it was a Norman Rockwell mobile, that great picture of the kids hanging out of the, I think it was a Woody wagon. But that's what it feels like. And to your point, I was delighted that it had power running boards. That's a really big help for me to get in and out of something that's tall and big. Right. And I think really power running boards, if you're going to build a vehicle of that size, that's got to be standard. I mean, because a lot of people, you know, even – Older folks, you know, people that are getting up in their 70s and 80s that want to get one but have a difficulty crawling up into a larger vehicle, I I think that should be standard. So I was really impressed that they they did that. Well, I agree with you, and something that I don't always hear mentioned is that for all of us, um, getting in and out of tall vehicles with long pants on if there aren't power running boards or a way to step up, you can get some road junk on your pants. In my case, um, complaining about your weather, I came home just snow on the car that I 
that was waiting for me at the Albany airport. And stepping into something like that, if you don't have a running board, you're going to be bringing the snow right in with you on on your pants. But, um, you know, it's interesting, too, because you said it's sort of the price of entry. When I was thinking about this, I realized the price of entry has just really gone up, hasn't it, in today's vehicles? I mean, we want and we get... Uh, more technology, we get more towing power, we get better four-wheel drive systems. Um, I was so surprised that this has a 5.7 liter V8, but it gets um, 15 city and 20 highway for fuel economy, and that's pretty good for a three-ton vehicle. Well, it really does, and you know, and for all the hypermilers out there, you might even be able to squeeze a little bit more out of it. But the Grand Wagoneer, like I said, normally, you know, Stellantis is not the last one to do anything. Usually, it's Toyota. They seem to be a little slow, you know, coming up with with today's technologies and designs and styles. But when they did it, it looks like they did it right. What's the towing capacity of this thing? Uh. 7,170, 7,170 pounds to 8,750 pounds. And, like, again, like lots of other things, it has this good collection of tow trailer towing technology. Um, everyone's got brake control, um, but this has hitch lineup assist, which more manufacturers put on. So um, for folks like me that get nervous backing up um, and making sure I'm right on target, you've got some help with that. Um, And you've got a zoom for your trailer hitch. Um, Also, there's a 360-degree camera, which, as you know, means you can see all around the vehicle. Um, and, And that helps with towing as well and you've got a heavy duty uh, heavy duty engine cooling um, for places where especially where you have uphills if you're going up to Julian um, or anywhere in the mountains yeah well you know like I said uh, they may have been a little slow coming out with this vehicle but I think they've marked all the boxes I was just talking to Kristen Barclay who had just had it and she you know fell madly in love with it because, you know, she's got a, you know, medium-sized family, two kids, a husband, a couple dogs, and she said this thing was amazing. She loved it. There wasn't anything about it she didn't like. Yeah, I love that, and I, um, I'm i with her. I trust her judgment. Um, but one thing that's, I guess, clever and, again, more typical these days is that it's not just a, there is the Grand Wagoneer, which is the top of the line and starts at about 85,000, I'm sorry, about 89,000. I think it's 88.4. But there's also three other models that start in the um, 50s, I think it's 49 or 59, rather, for the entry level. And that one you can order as a two-wheel drive or four-wheel drive. And that's 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 the Wagoneer one, and then there's a two and a three. And I had the three, and what you get with that is 
more luxury, more technology, and um, and more in the four-wheel drive goodies department. Yeah, because I mean that's that you know you're gonna and that's the other thing I like about you know this vehicle is you have choices. I mean because no offense, but out here in California, you know most of us don't need four wheel drive. Where you're at, if you're in any kind of snow or, or sleet or ice, you, you know that's very very important to you. Or, or maybe the mid states, but I like the fact that you could, and I tell people all the time, when you're looking at a vehicle, first look at the base vehicle, because you're right, the prices are unbelievable right now, but everybody's, no one's complaining, but, you know, look at the base. If you could live with the base, then fine, but if you can't, then you have two more slots that you could move up, you know, to fulfill the needs that you're looking for. Exactly, and what we also see more and more in today's vehicles is that there are a lot of factory add-ons. You can buy a base vehicle, get it um, at a better price, and then you can make decisions. You can add the power running boards that come on a higher price model, or you can add particular features that you really like. So that's another way to kind of do the workaround. Right. I, I, I totally agree, and you know, and anything you add at the dealer level is all underneath the same warranty, which is nice because you don't have to, you know, if you have an issue with anything, you don't have to go find where it was done and who's the warranty. And I, I like that about uh, you know Jeep and how they they do that. You know, and they've been doing that with their performance side for many years. Uh, but yeah, has the Wagoneer hit the dealers yet? It has, and um, I'm thinking that it's on sale now in all 50 states. I know sometimes the rollout is right. is different, but um, it is. So another thing that I really like about it is that the vehicle that I had, the three uh, Wagoneer 3, which was at about $70,000 package, had a panoramic sunroof that was um, triple pane or tri-pane, and there was plenty of light for folks that are in the way back. As you know, it's usually young people that climb to the back of a vehicle, but having power ports, uh, USB ports back there, and having a full sunroof that allows more um, open air feel just really can make a difference for um, the kids. And another feature that I loved is that there's a locking in vehicle safe, and we see that more today where people want to carry something of value um, and leave that in the vehicle or um, make sure that it's not accessible all the time uh, and safe when you go into a store for or in to dinner. So those are some of the features that I really like, and I love the 22-inch polished aluminum wheels so many wheels today have their jewelry they're beautiful oh yeah and but but i tell you be careful because you ever curb one it's going to cost us a fortune <laughs> well actually there's companies out there that fix them quite nicely i have to say but as a whole i, I love like i said the only thing that would have been kind of fun is if they would have slapped some fake wood on the side, like back in the day. Wouldn't that have been cool? 
I was waiting for that. I'm with I you. <laughs> I was a little disappointed when it looked so modern day. And I, again, I wanted sort of the, the one that I had in our driveway when I, in the sixties and, and, and that, that wood panel, as we were thinking about it, I think there were even some renditions that had that tease factor, but, um, it's very sweet. It really is. And um, in addition to the towing, as I said, there's great four-wheel drive technology. I was just driving the Jeep Grand Cherokee lineup in right. Moab, Utah. Um, yeah, I would, yeah. yeah I'd, I'd love to talk with you to the fat about that sometime. But isn't that amazing how incredibly talented it is? I'm so excited, but the other, on the other hand, Dave, you and I are old school. We also appreciate off-road racing. We appreciate yep. four-wheel drive. It does it for me, and I kind of want to do it. <laughs> yeah, but fun. like, hey, tell me you didn't like that front camera. I love the front camera. I crystal, love that. Crystal, crystal clear. All right, Sue, hey, we're out of time. In fact, you're over, but I won't charge you. We will do this again. Uh, you're, you're, you're a wealth of knowledge, and I totally. That's why I have Kristen on because I truly think that the female has a completely different outlook on the vehicle, and I and I know my my listeners comment on it all the time. So thank you very much for taking time out of your day. I hope you have some time to relax and, and rest. And you're on uh, that that aren't you? I am on NACDOI, so I'd love to report on that soon, but I'll just close by saying I've got two weeks before I head out the door to Saudi Arabia to manage my uh, oh. team. I want to come. Maybe we'll call from Saudi Arabia if we can fit in. So thanks for having me on today. All right. Hey, we'll put you on the motorsports show coming out of Saudi Arabia because that's cool. Uh, and uh, by the way, I want to thank you for all the help you gave Audrey and Nicole. It was uh, they they had the time of their lives, and I think they should have got the award for pulling the most vehicles out of the desert because nobody does it better than Audrey Mason. Trust me. <laughs> That's what it's all about, and let's talk motorsports again soon. All right, thanks a lot, kiddo. And okay, bye bye. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com